Well, hello there. Welcome into episode 52, How to Start Networking. Yes, networking events are starting to come back again. And I know that I, for one, am so excited to be safely networking with everyone again. What is networking? Simply, it's meeting and forming relationships with people for business to work together. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Networking is meeting and forming relationships with people for business to work together. I want you to grab a notebook and a pen and let's dive into today's episode all about how to start networking. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, so let's start this conversation by talking about all the different places that you can network. So there's multiple different places you can network. One is going to be networking events. Anything like coffee dates or lunch dates, virtual events, lots of different places, and we're going to dive into each one of those things. So let's start with networking first. These are events that are planned specifically for meeting a lot of people in the same place with either businesses or clients or perhaps maybe both. So there's things like associations. So NACE, MPI, ILEA, WIPA, PWG, there's so many different acronyms, and I'm going to tell you more about those in just a little bit. But associations, these are hosted monthly, and they usually cost a small fee to attend, and you can attend as a guest or as a member of the association. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that soon. The second networking event that you can attend is something like an open house. These are usually going to be hosted by venues and all types of vendors attendees. There's vendors. There's sometimes clients. There's so many different people that you can meet at these. It's usually going to be different people than you might see at an association. And then there's small gatherings. These can be hosted by anyone. It could be a launch party, a small lunch meeting with a handful of people, and it can even be someone celebrating something like a business anniversary or a name change or something like that. I'll tell you a little bit about some of the small gatherings that we host and who usually attends those here soon. The second way that we can network is through coffee dates or lunch dates. These are intentionally meeting up to start or grow a business relationship. The other day I had friend, uh, or I had lunch with a friend in my industry and we talked about business, we talked about life, kids, and really a whole bunch of different things. And the goal of that meetup was to grow our business relationship and we did just that. The other way that we can start networking is through things like virtual events, online networking. And if we didn't know how to do this virtually before 2020 and the pandemic sure taught us the do's and the don'ts of how to virtually event um, and, and meet people. Um, there is places like Zoom, Zoom meetings um, that are sometimes like uh, webinars and such. There's Clubhouse. If you don't know about Clubhouse, you should. If you have an iPhone, I think it's still just for iPhones. At the time that we're recording this, it's still in beta mode. But Clubhouse is a great way to network uh, virtually. There's social media. You can go live on your Instagram or your Facebook um, by hosting some sort of a small gathering online. And then there's Facebook groups. Everyone is probably a part of a Facebook group. If you have a Facebook account, 
Um, all right, so let's talk associations first. So those are the different ways. You've got associations, you've got coffee dates, you've got virtual events, so many different ways that we can get out and network and meet other people. But I want us to talk about some associations first. My heart in networking, I love associations. Not everybody does, but I do. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about those. And you can decide if you want to get involved in that or not, um, but I do want to tell you a little bit more about it. So I mentioned some acronyms like NACE and ILEA and MPI and such. Um, those are some of the most widely known associations, um, but what do those things stand for? What does NACE actually mean and ILEA and MPI? What are the acronyms? Okay, so let's um, break it down real quick. NACE, N-A-C-E, is National Association of Catering and Events. This is, um, so NACE started over 50 years ago, and it is in over 50 um, cities in the U.S. and I think it's just the U.S. It might be Canada as well. But NACE um, is usually in the big cities. So here in DFW, we've got NACE. You can find them really in any big city in the U.S. Um, it started 50 years ago of just venues and catering companies. And today you can see any type of vendor in it. Um, NACE is hosted every month and it usually has a education uh, com component involved in it. I am a board member of the DFW NACE chapter, and I have been for the last three years, and it's so fun to just get involved and uh, grow my network there, um, and so I have always loved NACE. If you want to get involved in NACE, we've got a um, code, I think, or something that you can join at a discounted rate, and so we'll put those in the show notes, um, but NACE is where I serve and attend as well. MPI, so this is Meeting Professionals International, Okay, the next one is MPI, Meetings Professional International. Um, this is going to be more of your corporate-driven vendor. So people who work at stadiums or conference centers or big hotels or they are um, people who fabricate um, big things for corporate events. Um, these are going to be DMC. So a DMC is a, a destination management company. It's kind of like a wedding planner but for corporate events. And so Meetings uh, Professional International is a great place to get involved if you want to kind of attract that uh, clientele. Um, MPI on their name tags is really cool because on their name tags, it says your name, your company, and then um, there's one color that says if you are a vendor and one color that says if you're a planner. And so it's easy to scan the room and look to see who is a planner and who is a vendor, um, who are you trying to really meet at these places. Um, ILEA is next, International Live Events Association. So this um, association started as ISIS, and then back when ISIS was um, a terrorist group, I think it still is, but back when that was um, happening, they decided to change their name, thank goodness. And so it's called International Live Events Association. It's very similar to NACE, but you're going to get more of that corporate um, pull as well, and so it's very um, wedding and corporate event uh, kind of uh, driven. NACE is primarily wedding driven. However, there is a whole bunch of corporate vendors in it as well. Um, ILEA is in most cities and states. It's also a very, very large one. MPI is more international. And so the opportunity to meet people internationally and on the local level and in the U.S. is incredible. Um, so it kind of depends on who you want to reach. And the next one is uh, PWG, Professional Wedding Guild. I know that this one is in Fort Worth primarily here in the DFW Metroplex, although there are other associations or guilds out there. Um, this one is wedding specific. It's very, very wedding. So obviously wedding is in their name, <laughs> Professional Wedding Guild. 
Um, highly recommend it. It's usually a smaller association than some of those NACE, MPI, and ILEAs because NACE, MPI, and ILEA are huge brands, huge um, associations. You can see anywhere from, well, it depends on what city you're in. If you're in a big city like TFW, we can usually um, see anywhere from 100 to 200 people at the NACE, MPI, and ILEA associations. If you're in a smaller town, there is some associations that have um, a few people or um, 20 to 30 people. And so it just depends kind of where you're at. Um, PWG here in the Fort Worth Metroplex, there is less people there. There's like 50 to 75. Um, and then the last one that I'm going to tell you about is WIPA. This is Wedding Industry Professionals Association. So again, this is very wedding specific. If you are in the wedding realm and if you only go towards weddings, this is an awesome area to get involved in. The WIPA chapter here in DFW is more of that luxury market. And so if that's the market that you're um, wanting to uh, market to, that's a great one to get involved in as well. All of these are incredible associations. And like I said, I have a huge heart for associations. It has grown our business exponentially. Um, but it also has given me so many different uh, friends and um, what I consider some of my family within the events industry. The, the thing about being in a networking association, and we talked about this a little bit in episode 26 with Nate when we talked about um, 10 tips to expert networking. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Episode 26, it's a great add-on to this episode if you're listening to a couple in a row. Um, but with associations, specifically NACE and ILEA and some of these other ones here locally, it really has given me an opportunity to really get involved. Um, one thing that someone said here in DFW when I first started attending events and I just said like, hey, how do I get the most out of my membership or how do I get the most out of being in this uh, networking association? And he told me this. He said, be the first one here and the last one to leave and get involved. Those are the three main things. First one to arrive. So if the event starts at six, get there at six. If the event ends at um, 8.30 or 9, leave at 8.30 or 9. Like, be one of the last ones to leave. And then I'm going to give you an extra tip. Go out with people afterwards. If people are going out to a bar or people are going out to hang out, go be a part of that. That's where some of the most intentional networking happens for me specifically is um, kind of getting people out of the environment of networking on a professional level and really just getting to know people um, on a personal level. And so, you know, asking about their partners in life, asking about their kids, asking about their dogs or cats or any other animals that they might have, um, and just getting to know them as a person. Um, so I will say, if you can go out afterwards, if you know, if you have kids or you need to get back home, then that's great. Um, still try to be the first one there and the last one to leave. Um, but then also getting involved, um, that third tip that he had given me, get involved. Most of these associations have a, uh, com a uh, committee on some of the positions within the board. And so, for example, I am on the community, uh, community service this year with NACE. And so I have a committee under me that kind of helps me put that together. Last year, I did fundraiser. The year before, I did programs. Um, and I had a committee under me that just kind of helped do all the tasks that are associated with my board position. And that was a great opportunity for me to get involved, get to know some other people, and work towards a greater good of making the association better. Every association is different. They have different people. They have different purposes, different missions, and different ways that they conduct their meetings. Um, my best suggestion is to attend as a guest a couple of times to each of these associations and then pick one or two associations and go all in. Go all in. Show up first. Show up last. 
Um, go to the committee meetings. Get involved. That would be my best suggestion. I know that I went to, as a guest multiple times to each of these associations before I decided Ilea and NACE were going to be the associations that I became a member of and then in turn got involved in on the committee and boards as well. You likely have a few or a handful of these associations and you perhaps and likely have a couple more associations on the local level. Um, there is quite a few associations or gatherings of people that happen on the local level that are not a national or international um, type of association. And so it's worth a quick search on Google or Facebook or perhaps just asking a friend in the industry. We all know that one person that knows everything about networking for us here in DFW, it's Paige Mejia. She knows everything about networking. She posts in a local uh, DFW industry friends Facebook group every Monday, what associations and what networking events are happening for the week. And so um, find that person in your industry that knows and then ask them how you can get involved. Like I said, if you refer back to 26, episode 26, I talked with Nate Nelson all about the 10 tips to expert uh, networking and what to actually do at the event. So you show up and then what? What do you do? Um, so we've linked that in the show notes for you to go listen to. Make sure you bookmark that or go back and listen to that after this episode. Um, you can use the same tips that Nate and I talked about in that episode for open houses and small gatherings as well. It's not just for associations. Okay, so when it comes to open houses, this is usually a smaller group of people, and it will usually include both vendors and clients at this event, whereas networking events are typically just event vendors and not clients. You might get a client or two that those, but typically it's going to be your event vendors and you're just working on business relationships with them. Open houses are a great opportunity to connect with both your clients and your vendors. So I'm going to tell you a quick story about a networking um, open house that I just went to just a few weeks ago, actually. There is a venue right across the street from us. So they opened up um, in 2020 in the light of all the pandemic. And I just feel so bad that they um, kind of started their business before and then were hit with the pandemic right away. But they decided to make lemonade out of lemons and they decided to start this thing called Twilight Tuesdays. It's an open house for vendors and clients of the venue to come out and see the venue, see the vendors that are participating, um, and really connect with a whole bunch of people. So we sponsored the very last one, the one that happened in March, um, and we did floral, we did rentals, and we were there, my whole team, we attended as guests of this open house as well. And it was great because not only did we get to connect with our uh, frienders and our vendors in the industry, and let's be honest, it had been quite some time since I had seen some of them because of the pandemic, but it was great to get uh, connected with them. But also they had their clients. So the actual clients or people who were looking at the venue came to this open house as well. And so it was a great opportunity for the owner of the venue to come grab me and say, hey, Cam, I really wanted you to meet this other client. They're looking at having floral and uh, rentals at their wedding. You'd be a great contact for them. And you're even sponsoring tonight. So you can show them exactly what you're doing. And so that's been a great opportunity for us to pick up some clients, but also continue fostering and networking with the friends and vendors that we have in the industry. Small networking events was another um, networking opportunity that I talked about. Um, this is, like I said, this can be launch parties. This can be uh, celebratory um, parties. They can be um, little lunches that are hosted with a handful of people. But these are typically, like I said, smaller. So it's smaller gatherings. You're not going to have quite as many people at them. Um, and it's a really great variety of a whole bunch of different people that you can meet at these. 
I know that we have typically done small events in the past as part of our marketing strategy. If you are a Rental Biz Academy student, you have learned about this a little bit. Um, and so um, we're just going to talk a little bit about that. When we do our render launches, um, this is going to be launches, this is going to be um, planner parties that we put together or luncheons that we put together. And the intention with these is to have people come see our inventory, have people come see um, our team and network with our team and us get to know them in, on a deeper level. And so um, that's a great thing for you to one, attend and two, maybe perhaps host on your own. When we launched the name Render, we went from beautiful event rentals for the last um, 10 years and then just transitioned from beautiful event rentals to Render. And it was a great opportunity for us to share that and um, celebrate it at the same time and get uh, together with some of the people that uh, we consider friends and family in our industry. Um, so attend them, host them if you can. Um, it's a great opportunity if you are a rental professional and you're listening to this podcast episode, have people come in as an open house or a small networking event at your place. Show them all your inventory on your racks. Um, set up some little places. We like to usually have um, some light bites with a caterer or um, have a bartender come in and serve some alcoholic beverages. Um, it's just a really fun time to get together. All right, so that's everything when it comes to networking events. I'm sure there's way more um, to networking events, but here in the DFW industry, um, that is the things that have catapulted our business way further than what we could do on our own. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk to you guys about is coffee or lunch dates with people. And so this is just a one-on-one -on -one meeting with somebody else um, that you are trying to grow a business relationship or a client relationship with as a rental professional or a florist or a um, DJ or someone else who is listening to this podcast. This is a great opportunity to get to know other people and then start referring each other after you're understanding who they are, what they offer, um, and what the goal and mission of their business is. Recently, I had lunch at the Virgin Hotel, which is new. It just opened up last year. And him and I, uh, it was my friend Scott who owns Stratosphere Bands. Um, he used to be with another band, and we've just kind of kept up with each other over the years. And him and I got lunch the other day, and we just got to really talk about business. Like, what is the nitty-gritty goals that we have for business? And how can we help each other further those goals? How can we help each other reach more people that we aren't already reaching on our, on our own? How can we complement each other? So him as a band, what can I provide to him and his band to elevate and to um, accentuate his band when he's at a wedding or a corporate event or something? And how can he help my clients um, have a better experience for their clients at their events? Those are things that we got to talk about. And we also got to talk about kids and life and um, just business people in general and kind of where we want to get involved and what associations are growing and where we want to get involved in the industry and, and how we can further our businesses. And so that was an incredible time for us to just connect. Um, I encourage you to set up some of these lunch or coffee dates with people. A great opportunity to do this is after a networking event. So if you've gone to an association or if you've gone to an open house or um, a small gathering or something, you can take those business cards or those contacts or the people that you really got to know really well and go and set up in a uh, coffee date or a lunch date with that person. So you just send them a quick email and say, hey, I really enjoyed getting to know you at NACE uh, last night or yesterday or two days ago. Um, I'd love to further this conversation and get to know you a little bit more. How does coffee at Starbucks 
who likes Starbucks really, um, find a, a local place or something if you like that. Um, but let's go grab Starbucks at um, this location next week at, at 10 a.m. Does that work for you? And then you start getting to a point where you guys actually meet together in person and you talk about how can you guys help each other uh, network and get out there. The other thing that I said was a great opportunity to do networking and how to start getting involved in networking is virtual events. If we didn't learn anything, like I said earlier, if we didn't learn anything from 2020 and the pandemic before, we didn't really do virtual networking. It just wasn't a thing. Nowadays, it totally is something that happens all the time. I think some of us are a little bit worn out from it, but I think they're here to stay. I think they're going to um, stick around for a little while. Um, but this is great for conferences, networking events, lunch dates, or coffee dates. I even saw some people doing happy hours uh, virtually together, um, joining webinars, things like that. And the thing that I'm going to tell you about virtual events is you can attend or you can watch it as a replay and you're going to gain something out of it. But the thing that you're going to gain most out of it as it's happening is being active in the comments. Being active if they allow you to unmute your mic and not just being a fly on the wall watching in. We can all just watch a replay. We can all just watch one of the networking events or virtual events or conferences or anything like that. But if you are one of a few or if you're one of a hundred or if you're one of a thousand people, if you don't get involved, if you don't get active in comments, you're not going to really reap the whole benefit of that. Um, I kind of tried it both ways. I was like, I'm interested. If I just kind of sit back and uh, make a comment or two every once in a while, what's it going to be like? Like, are people actually going to engage with me? Versus when I was super active in comments and I was responding to people and asking people questions and um, having my own questions and things like that, there was so much more engagement in there. I'm a part of a mastermind of about 100 people or so throughout the world. And we meet twice a month. Um, it's with Brendan Bouchard. It's incredible. I'm so excited to be a part of it. And there's over 100 people in this, plus Brendan himself. If you don't know about much about Brendan Bouchard, go look him on Instagram. He's incredible. He's a great motivator. Um, author of the book, High Performance Habits. Highly recommend that book. Um, but I'm a part of this mastermind with him. And the times that I am super involved in comments, I'm also getting DMs to my Instagram. I'm getting emails uh, sent to me. And I'm getting private comments from so many other people that are also attending this mastermind. They're saying, hey, I really liked that question. That was incredible. Let's connect further. Um, we've had Zoom meetings with other people because I've gotten involved in the comments. So when you do these virtual events, if you're continuing to do virtual events and you're not tapped out on them yet, um, be active in the comments. Don't just be a fly on the wall watching and waiting and seeing what happens next. You're going to reap so much more benefit by doing that. Well, that wraps up how to start networking. Real quick recap, I want you to get involved, go attend as a guest or um, as a member if you want to just jump in already. Um, go attend some networking events, go attend some open houses, go get involved, be the first one there and the last one to leave and go out afterwards if you can swing it. Um, I want you to just start. The thing that you can just do is just start. You can start small. My biggest regret in networking is that I did not start soon enough. I did not get involved soon enough. But once I finally did, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I been waiting for this whole time? I got involved in networking about four or five years ago, which was about five years into my business. 
the things that could have happened if I had gotten involved before five years into business would have been exponential. And so I'm going to tell you right now, whether you have just started, haven't even started, or if you've been in it in a while, please go get started and involved in networking. It will reap so many benefits. All right. Thanks for joining in on this episode all about how to start networking. Go back and listen to episode 26 with Nate Nelson, all about the 10 steps you can do at a networking event. And we'll see you next week. We're excited to continue to do this podcast for you and continue to give you all of this content. If you wouldn't mind writing a review on Apple Podcasts, we would love to see that and give you more content and uh, really just pour into you guys as much as possible. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.